This podcast may contain adult humor, foul language, and graphic nudity. Please be advised. In other words, you're probably going to have a good time. Welcome to the nest. I look real good today. I look real good today. I look real good today. Welcome to episode three of From the Nest. We are back. Me and Terry were really excited this episode. We've got a great guest this week. We're going to have a lot of fun. We've got some some good stories, and I'm sure our guest has some even better stories than we do. Terry, how are you doing? I am outstanding, Colin. How, uh, how have you been this week? I, you know, can't really complain. You know, if you're asking about the uh, week, week recap, you know, that is no longer segment. I'd like to apologize because it's not... It's not Terry Week, it's Terry White. So it's, it's the White Week. It, it doesn't make sense. So that, that segment's canceled. We can no longer talk about it weeks anymore. I was just informed before this. Well, occasionally we can have it. The problem is, is my life is not exciting enough to recap it every single week. That's the only problem. Is that because you're 70 years old and just nothing exciting yes, happens in your life anymore? that's exactly right. Yes. Unless you want to talk about me going to bed at 7 p.m. and watching Matlock, I don't know what else to talk about. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> well, let's uh, let's get into our cocktails. What do, what do we got? Today we're drinking a nice Crown and Coke. This is uh, one of our guest's favorite drinks, and uh, it's pretty refreshing. I, I'm honestly like, this is the first time I've had Crown Black, and I don't know what it is, but it is, it's a lot better than just the regular Crown. I'm really, really enjoying this. Well, normally you're supposed to put a little bit of Coke in it, Colin. I see that uh, I do not. Maybe a splash? I think uh, we might need to just have an intervention after this week's podcast. You mean it's not just a straight mixer? You just can't drink it by itself? No, no, no. Okay. I'll take the straw out of the bottle. Right. We'll do that. We uh, we got any sponsors this week yet? Well, we do, Colin. uh, We were talking, and um, we know that nobody is probably going to give us money to talk about their product. So we're going to take a different approach on this podcast. We're going to ask people to pay us not to talk about their product. Um, we're going to talk about your product, and uh, we haven't come up with the amount yet, 50 bucks a month. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it, but uh, you either pay us or we are going to continue to promote your product. Um, this week's product is the Manscaped uh, Lawnmower 2.0. Um, if you're trying to save your marriage, trim up that undercarriage. Try the Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. Um, I do have a little bit of a story uh, regarding the Manscaped Lawnmower. Oh, God. Um, my 21 year old son received a package in, uh, from Amazon. He was all excited and he opened it up and I said, What's that? And he said, Oh, I got the new uh, Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. I said, Holy cow, how much was that? And he said, 85 bucks. I said, what are you doing spending that kind of money? And he said, well, do you want me to continue to use the trimmer that you use on your beard? And um, I wasn't really sure if he was kidding or not. Um, I asked him, and he just walked upstairs. And it really wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but then uh, kind of forgot about it. And then the next time I shaved, um, as I was shaving, um, got a couple hairs in my lips, um, spit it out, and it immediately kicked back to that story. I vomited twice, and I ran outside, and I had a five-gallon bucket of bleach that I dunked my head in, like I was bobbing for apples. Uh, <laughs> squished, my, squished it around in my mouth a little bit, and then, uh, then proceeded to burn that, uh, that trimmer. So, um, anyway, uh, today's sponsor, you have two weeks to uh, write us a check, or uh, you will be our sponsor for next week. But uh, the uh, Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. Trim that bush from your dinger to your tush. The Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. Oh, well, I, I, I think part of the problem here, TJ, is we're now at the, the 4.0, and if you're still using the two, I mean, you're getting cut from pole to pole, up and down. I mean, you, you got to upgrade every once in a while. I didn't even know there was a 4.0, so that's it comes next. Next to the week. light, you can even do it in the dark. <laughs> nice. well, well, TJ, I, I got a little. Uh, little story for you it's not really a story but um there's this big thing going around tiktok right now where it's you combine two people and you can see what their baby looks like so i went ahead and took the liberty of putting our two faces on there 
first of all, Colin, um, if either one of us have become pregnant from each other, there's a whole lot of explaining to, to do. It's uh, 2023. I don't ask questions anymore. That's true. That's, That's true. Right. You identify as a pregnant female. So uh, I will go ahead and share this to our Facebook page here in a little bit, but I'm going to let you guys take a look first and <laughs> give your opinion. Oh, that that's about as accurate as very it comes. nice oh yes i i don't even know how to describe this um i that looks nothing like either one of us i'll be mm, honest with you it's, yeah it might uh, look like our personalities <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so who who's our guest this week well today our today's guest is uh greg holden and um i let colin usually do the research of our guest um, I worked really hard. I, I spent hours on this. Well, I see you, you typed up his Wikipedia page. Um, Greg, welcome to the show, first of all. Well, thank you. Glad um, to be here. I see you were born in uh, um, Aberdeen, Scotland in 1983. Uh, when you were three, you moved to Lancashire, England. And you're best known for uh, writing the 2012 uh, American Idol winner uh, Philip Phillips' song, Home. Um, Colin, I gotta admit, I've known Greg for a while, and this really doesn't seem accurate. D did you put any kind of time into this at all? Uh, yeah, I spent spent hours on it. I was really interested about the whole uh, American Idol thing, so I was really looking forward to get into that. Uh, Greg, is any of this uh, information accurate? Uh, it is completely inaccurate. Thank you very much. Okay, well, nice job. Uh, let's see what you get on the next uh, guest. So I mean, Greg I like to sing, but I am not a songwriter. All right, well, let's, uh, let's retype this in and get the, uh, the accurate information. For our guest, our guest Mr. Greg Holton, um, Columbia, Illinois resident, um, and uh, uh, works for uh, Holton Meats. Um, you have probably purchased their products and might not even know it. Uh, they have all kinds of different names and brands, and uh, he's in all kinds of local restaurants. Uh, we're going to find out a little bit about Holton Meats and uh, Mr. Greg Holton. Greg, uh, welcome to The Nest. Thanks. Appreciate it. It's, uh, it's nice to be on here. I've uh, been looking forward to this moment. I, I know it's uh, uh, special for me because, you know, TJ and, and, and Colin are doing such a great uh, great thing with this. And I'm excited to be here because uh, I've known TJ for a long time and uh, would be glad to participate and uh, let you people know that, uh, you know, who's involved in our community, right? Yep, that's that's what we're trying to do here. It's trying to uh, show everybody the the people that are the backbone of this great town, and uh, you might not even know it. Yeah, absolutely. We you hear we we talked about this last week with Matt, but you hear all these names, you see these products, and you don't really you know kind of you know all oh, this person's involved, but we don't really know why or how or who they are. And that's that's the beauty of this is you know we get into it. Hey, who are these people? Who is Mr. Holden? What is Holden Meats? Well, first of all, Mr. Holden is my dad. I am not Mr. Holden. I'm Greg Holden. Uh, Mr. Holden will be my grandfather as well. Uh, our company started back in 1960. Um, a long time ago, my grandfather started. He was 54. Uh, and my dad got involved, and then I got involved in the 80s, and then uh, been involved ever since. Uh, you know, we're big supporters of the community. Uh, we're located right here in Soja, Illinois, our main headquarters are. Uh, we've got our plant that employs about 400 people. Uh, this facility will do 85 million pounds this year. Uh, a lot of products, uh, stuff that's made, uh, sold locally in Schnucks, Deerbergs, uh, Aldi's. Um, we've got our Chop House brand products uh, that fall with the, uh, the Smash Burger, and we've got a Sirloin Burger, we've got some other stuff. All available, and we've got our thick and uh, thick and juicy brand, which is under the Bradshaw Ranch. Terry Bradshaw is uh, one of our uh, partners uh, to grow and to establish uh, more of a base for business uh, with him. Uh, interesting. We'll get to that later when we talk about it, but uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, we've got a lot of involvement in the community. We're in a lot of restaurants locally. Um, let's see uh, the Trainwreck Saloon. Uh, the two of them, the one over on Manchester, the other one out in uh, West County. Uh, uh, we're out there. Uh, we're also in uh, Jack Nolan's down in Soulard. Uh, Billy's on, on Broadway right across from the Anger Beaver. The Anger Beaver has our burgers there. Uh, the Crowbar in Soulard has our burgers. 
uh, there's a lot of restaurants locally that serve our product uh, that you might not know that uh, are serving our product. And uh, it's under our labels of uh, Double Red and uh, Branding Art. So uh, anyway, it's a, there's a lot of product out there that we sell uh, locally and across the United States. Um, you are a huge contributor to this community and uh, I hear it mentioned at the high school football games here and there and I think a lot of times when the fans are, are watching the game that it, it can pass you over. Um, you might not pay attention but uh, you supply the hamburgers to every local Columbia Blue Jays football game. Yep. Um, you uh, donate meals to uh, the high school baseball team, the high school football team, to the quarterback club. Yep. Um, uh, you guys silently help out this community greatly, and uh, that's what we're trying to do here is trying to, to uh, let everybody know that, uh, you know, you deserve a pat on the back. Uh, it, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you. It's, you know, Columbia, we moved here in 2001. Uh, my wife and I got married. We lived in Soulard, and I have uh, had family that lived here locally. Uh, I had an uncle that lived in Columbia, and then I have an aunt and uncle that lived in Dupo. Um, so, you know, we're familiar with the area. I am. Uh, so I, I, I'm familiar with Columbia. I know it's a great, great community. That's always been a small, tight-knit town. Uh, a lot of connections. People are very friendly with each other. They know each other, and they're willing to do, support each other. Um, and that's part of the reason why we decided to go to Columbia and move into Columbia and raise, raise our kids here. You know, it's, uh, it's nice. You're close to St. Louis, but not in St. Louis. Uh, you, you know, you've got a great community and uh, uh, here it, it's just, uh, it was instrumental in getting us to come here. I think it's important that we give back and participate because we've received so much. All of our kids, my kids have uh, been in sports and all activities and things they've done and like you know, friends and community, people in the community. It's, it's been great. I, I feel like we need to make sure we give back and be involved. Blue Jays. You know, my son played eight years in Blue Jays football. Um, supported. I still support them. Uh, high school football program. I sponsor. Uh, you know, sponsorship for the football, not necessarily football, but on the athletic department. Um, you know, donate for that to pay for things that the, the school or the athletes need. You know, uniforms or, or whatever it is that we're you know, doing. The quarterback club as well. Uh, always been supportive of that, and uh, with my girls playing all the sports that they've done as well. I just think it's important that we continue to give back and be a part of it. And I'm yeah. always willing to help. Yeah, everybody knows. Everybody knows if uh, they need anything from Greg, they uh, he doesn't even remotely hesitate to to uh, help out. Um, let's uh, learn a little bit about Holden Meats. Uh, start in Fairmont City, is that correct? Uh, actually, in uh, uh, East St. Louis. Okay. So we were on 9th and Lynch, right down by 203. My grandfather. Uh, we used to go to the stockyards in National City. We'd buy the beef. They would bring it down to uh, their little tailor shop that was converted over to a refrigerator, uh, cooler room. And they would grind the meat, and they would put it in coolers, and they would go out and sell it out of their car. You know, uh, back in the day, most people won't know this, but like Pope's Cafeteria over in St. Louis, uh, we were selling them. We were selling all the uh, drive-ins throughout the 60s in St. Louis, or the, not St. Louis, but the Illinois metro area. Madison County, St. Clair County, uh, and Monroe County as well, if I'm not mistaken. So we were we were instrumental in getting burgers out to everybody. Uh, you know, we had pretty innovative that we did it. We they would call in, put their order in on an answering machine. The next morning we'd write down all the orders and then we would process them and then we would ship them out that day really? and deliver them. So wow. it was pretty good how it worked out and growing, you know, and it uh, established a further and further base and kept growing more and more. And uh, it, it's been it's been great. I mean, it's greater than my grandfather would ever have imagined it would ever get to. You know, now we've got over a thousand employees, and uh, you know, we've got 19 production lines and three facilities around the country. And we're, we're doing doing well, so it's been good. Yeah. So you being a third generation, Correct. do you, uh, your kids have any intention of going into it, or what's what's the plan there? Uh, my son works right now, so I have a fourth generation. Uh, Connor Holden, he's working. Uh, Right now, picking orders. Uh, today, actually, he's out there picking orders uh, on a Saturday. But uh, yeah, he's he's involved. Um, you know, for me, I think it's important that they spend time working in the facility and understand how the process works and how it all flows together. Um, that's exactly what I did. My first job was hosing floors down and throwing out trash, and I worked my way up through everything. You know, 
I think it's important to get a good base and a good understanding and a good work uh, ethic on how, how you're supposed to perform, you know, the expectation that you have so of, of you. And I, I love that because you are not just handed the keys over to this place. No. I mean, you have done darn near everything that you can in this business. Right. And you, you, I mean, so when you're trying to explain to a customer on the sales side uh, how much this product means to you and the company means to you, uh, you know every aspect of the company. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's been 35 years that I've been working there. Um, I, I never wanted to be, well, I did want to be a radio DJ for a while. Did you really? Yeah. I had gone to broadcasting school over at St. Louis Broadcast Center. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. And uh, then I realized that, you know, I'd have to be doing the hog report at four in the morning in like West Frankfort, Kentucky. Are you talking about Collins dates? Is that right. what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. Right. Absolutely. So I figured, I, I realized that I could make more money working for my dad. So even though the glory of being in the radio business would have been fantastic, I might mean, still would love to do it. That would be fantastic. Third right? host. Right, right there. <laughs> you got the voice for it, I'm telling oh, yeah, you. Well. Yeah, it's, uh, it was something that I, I really enjoyed being a part of, but I, I really wanted to be committed to the involvement of the company. You know, and my dad and my grandfather's business, family business, and make it grow and kind of nurture it and cultivate it and help keep it going. Yeah. And I, I think it's not just you that has the great appreciation, but your employees too. Because when they see like, hey, they're doing everything from the ground up, they're working all these different jobs, they're starting where we're starting. You know, I think everybody else makes, like, hey, that really truly makes the whole company more like a family, a greater respect for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got some great people that have worked there for a long time. Uh, a lot of people that I've worked with from the original plant in East St. Louis, all the way to we worked over we moved over to Page Boulevard in St. Louis, and now we're in Soje. So all three facilities, there's only a handful of people that are left that have worked at all three facilities. But we've got quite a few employees that have been there over 20 years, uh, which says a lot because they're committed to it and they appreciate it and they like the environment, uh, they like the people that they work with, and, and I think it's a, a good family-oriented company. Well, so much of a family, you guys do something that I've never heard of, where you actually send around a van or a bus and pick up employees that don't have cars, that can't maybe can't make it to, to work. I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, yeah, we've did we worked out a deal with the state of Illinois. They uh, they actually purchase the vehicles, and then uh, we use them. Uh, and they they go out and pick up employees that don't have transportation to their to their work. We'll go get them and bring them in. Yeah. Uh, during COVID, it was our commitment to make sure that our customers got what they needed. And everybody was getting taken care of, you know. So we made a commitment to do that. It's it's been it's paid off in dividends for sure. That's um, awesome. That's that's incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, I know you said that you you're a huge distributor. Where are you all at? Well, we're in all 50 states across the United States. No kidding. Yeah, and in the Caribbean, and then to uh, the Dominican Republic, and then a little bit into Central America as well. Wow. St. Martin Island. Correct, St. Martin. <laughs> yes, that's one of them. A lot of the islands in, in the Caribbean, uh, for sure. Um, Merchants distributing. They're a big distributor throughout the Caribbean. But we do some retail product goes down to uh, Dominican Republic. And then a little bit into, I think there might be some product goes out of Honduras too, as well. Now, now, your dad actually took a box of frozen hamburgers right. to St. Martin to sell, correct? Yes. Isn't that yeah. how it happened? Yeah, he went on vacation and he, he's like, well, I'm going to spend a couple weeks here. I'm going to send a box of burgers down with me. And he's going to go out and sell his hamburgers. Well, sure enough, he did. Now we've got five or six restaurants that are down there, our products in the grocery stores down there. So it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. But we've, we've, we've really expanded our footprint and gone further. And it's uh, a lot of potential businesses out there that we're going after as well. So. so if there's someone that has never had any of your products, what is the one thing that you said, hey, this is what you have to start off with. This is my favorite. Well, uh, retail-wise, I would have to say the, uh, the Chop House sirloin burgers or the Chop House uh, uh, smash burgers. Those are probably the best that you're going to get. I mean, anything that comes into the Chop House label, which Schnooks and Deerberg's carry, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Aldi is carrying a, a one or two items of that as well. Uh, we've got a certified Angus, 100% certified Angus beef. We've also got 100% chuck, and then we've got 100% sirloin burger that's under the Chop House label. Uh, they're, they're only the best. They're made from premium primal cuts. You know, they're not made from, you know, regular lean trimmings and fat trimmings blended together like a, some places, most places do ground beef, right? These are higher end cuts and they're all designed to be primal. They're very good. Through Snooks, Deerberg's, uh, 
save lots to carry. Not, I don't carry the chop house. They carry uh, some other brands of ours. But uh, those are the ones we want to get. They're yeah, the best. We always get the sirloin in. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. you, just, you put a couple of those on the Blackstone and forget about it. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're best cooked on the Blackstone for sure. You know, I, to me, that everybody does charbroil, everybody does a skillet or whatever. But to me, Blackstone gets a nice char. So there's, a, there's actual a scientific terminology that's called the Mellard effect. So when you cook the meat, the sugars in the meat caramelize when it cooks on the grill, all right? And it creates that crispy crunch on the outside. And that's an important thing. A lot of people love that with smash burgers. If you do that on the Blackstone, you'll get that. You'll get that, that caramelization, that crispy edge. Just like the same thing when you do put cheese on it, you know, like with a cheese in a uh, skillet. Yeah. And it gets nice and crispy and that nice flavor, salty flavor. Same thing. Works well. Great products to do that with. So how did you get linked up with Terry Bradshaw? Tell us a little bit about that. So we had an opportunity that uh, he actually was, had just started doing his bourbon. He's got a Bradshaw bourbon, okay? It's actually, it's a 51 or 52.1% bourbon, right? So it's like 104 proof or 102 proof. Well, if you break it down, 52, it's like 51.2%. That's his completion record. Right, for oh. his completions, right, for passing. <laughs> anyway, he, he was in the midst of developing uh, the bourbon, which he had just got done. He was doing that. He's doing a Bradshaw bourbon. He came to us and said, hey, we know you're a company that can do, provide burgers. We do retail product. So he wanted to do Bradshaw burgers. And in the process, he's also getting ready to, he wants to do some uh, sauces, Bradshaw sauce, and like uh, Bradshaw barbecue. And then, he, I don't know if I mentioned, but he was going to get in a clothing line possibly as well. So there's a lot of things that he's diversifying into. He came to us, he said, hey, uh, we can help you out. And uh, the relationship started growing from there. And next thing you know, uh, we got a, a commitment with him to do uh, three years with his brand. And we're gonna promote it, we're gonna sell it. And it's all over the place. It's across the entire nation. You know, we got it in California, we got it in Florida, we've got it on the East Coast, we've got it in the Midwest, Minnesota's carrying it. I mean, there's a lot of grocery stores that are carrying it. So a lot of independent grocers as well. I think we're in uh, 30,000 30, grocery stores across the United States. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. And you got to hang out with him for a little bit, drive him around. How, how is he as a guy? <laughs> really nice guy. Very, very down to earth. I mean, fantastic fella. Um, you know, we talked. Uh, he came in to visit our facility, uh, walked around, showed him the place, uh, shook hands, talked to everybody. I mean, he talked to everybody. It was not, he was not just like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you. Or right. whatever. He I'm seems like business. that kind of guy. Very, very personable guy. Uh, got in the, went around to this thing, talked to people, shook hands, took pictures, and um, so me and the guy in my cubicle next to me, we did a uh, you know rock paper scissors to see who's going to drive him to the airport, and I won, thank God. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, we I got him in the car and I had Terry Bradshaw in the back seat of my truck, his wife, and then his uh, business manager, and then his son-in-law Noah, who uh, we've done some work with uh, food shows and some other things to promote our products his products and uh anyway he was in the car we spent all the whole time talking about horses because he's big into horses um and uh did a lot of that my mom and dad had horses we talked a lot about that by the time we got to the airport get out of the car i said hey terry it's nice to meet you i was gonna shake his hand he didn't even shake my hand he goes no we don't we got a hug so he gives me a big hug and says we're gonna do some business together it's gonna be great it's gonna be fantastic i can't say anything bad about the guy he's fantastic super nice super personal guy I've seen him in shows, he talks, and he'll take the time to talk to anybody that's in line that wants to talk to him. You know, I've seen people come in and say, hey, remember that pass in uh, 1977 against the, you know, against the Cowboys, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And, you know, it's it's incredible how he has a memory for all the things that he's done and, and how he communicates with everybody. He's so personal. It's, it's fantastic. He's a really nice guy. Does he ever check back in with you, you know, see how everything's going or... Yeah, there, there's a quarterly there's a quarterly review that they do, uh, mainly with his business manager. Sometimes he'll get sure. on, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he he's got his own TV show, The Bradshaw Bunch. Right. You know, uh, I'm not sure if there's going to be shameless plugs this year with that. <laughs> I hope there will be. But uh, but anyway, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's uh, really great guy. I just can't say enough about him. He's been super supportive and being involved. So. Yeah, honestly, it just sounds like it's perfect for your brand. I mean, that's just. The way that his personality is, the way that you guys run your company, I mean, that just seems like match made in heaven right there. Yeah, pretty much it is. It's uh, it's worked out very well. So, That's awesome. Yeah, we're very lucky. 
so we've been able to work out there. Now, being in the sales side, I know you're always in New York or Florida or Texas, here and there. Uh, you are in a plane quite often. I'm oh, yeah. sure you have some strange travel <laughs> stories, sales uh, pitch stories, uh, anything you want to share? Oh, yeah. So I, I'll tell you, the first time I, when I first started in sales, I got, I got on a plane, I was flying southwest. Anybody knows flying southwest, you know, it's a, it's a cattle call. Everybody sits in the, you know, either group A, group B, or group C. Well, I decided to, uh, I was not decided, but I was getting ready to go on a trip uh, to Florida. And uh, nice cocktail sound. I like to hear that rattling around. <laughs> the, um, I was on a flight to Southwest. Uh, we're going to Florida. And so I'm like, in, I'm waiting to get on. I'm in group C, like I'm in C49. I'm like, literally there's like 169 of the people in front of me getting on the plane. I'm the last guy to get on the plane. So as I get on the plane, I'm like, okay. They tell me, well, there's no more seats available, no more seats in, on the aisle or the window seats. It's only middle seats. Well, if anybody knows Fly Southwest, when you walk down the aisle and there's only middle seats left, nobody wants you to sit next to them, right? So no, nobody makes it. Not. Nobody makes eye contact. They avoid you completely. They don't want to say anything nice to you. They just don't want you to sit next to them. Well, I'm not. I'm not a small guy, yeah. right? I'm a very. Uh, I take up a lot of space. Let's put it that way, right? <laughs> so. So as I walked down, as I got the plane, I said, you know what? This is going to be uncomfortable for me, so I'm not, make it, I'm not going to make it uncomfortable for me. I'm going to make it uncomfortable for everybody else. So as I walked into the plane, I'm the last guy on, and I walked and I stood there at the very front of the plane, and I go, well, let's see. Who am I going to sit next to today? And I go, <laughs> it could be you. Wait, it could be you. And I went back and forth, and I walked about halfway down the plane, and I made everybody feel very uncomfortable about what was going to happen. <laughs> so, but it was uh, that, that was that was a great a great experience. I loved it. That was so funny that I got to do that. That's but uh, yeah, I, you know, I've seen I've seen a lot of people and I've seen a lot of things, some crazy things. Um, you know, people with the, they talk to themselves or they're you know they got their pets and they're like holding on to dear life to their you know their cat or whatever. It's some crazy stuff, you know. And most people are usually very nice, right? right? They're all very cordial, and they're ready ready to be nice to each other, and they don't, oh, yeah, very, you know, cordial. I met a guy, he was he was in the seat next to me in the aisle, and he, you know, everybody's in a mad rush to get off the plane when it lands and it gets to the gate, right? Of course. We're all, it drives me nuts. We're, we're all going to the same place. Yeah. We're all going to get off the plane. Just because you think you have to get all your luggage down and put it in the aisle so nobody else can get in front of you, they feel like, okay, well, I have to do all that. I had a guy do that to me, next to me, and he was standing there, and we couldn't get out of the plane. Now, you know, when people are standing in the aisle and you're sitting in the seat, kind of shoulder level with everybody's crotch, right? <laughs> well, this guy, this guy proceeded to, while we're waiting in the aisle, he proceeded to put his foot up on his suitcase, and his crotch was right in front of my face, right next to my head. And I literally, I was like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't understand what the hell he's really doing. I, I, don't need, I don't need a crotch next to my face. Did you hand him a Manscaped lawnmower 2.0? <laughs> I, I should have, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's, you know, I, I've, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff. And people, I was down in Florida on a show. I was doing a, we were doing a training. And uh, we're in a hotel lobby at the bar. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, some guy comes in, and literally he starts trying to fight everybody. Oh, yeah, just really? some random guy out of nowhere. I, I don't know if he was messed up on drugs or what was happening, but he was he was like he was going to kill. He was ready to go after really? everybody. Oh, yeah. I thought for sure we were going to throw down, you know. <laughs> I, they're everywhere, yeah, you know. People and, absolutely. Oh, my gosh, yeah. What so, are some of the big uh, trade shows uh, that you go to? Well, I mean, we're in the uh, we do the uh, National Restaurant Association. We do that one. Then we, that's the one that goes in Chicago. Then we do some other stuff. We go down to Dallas. It rotates. Uh, there's another uh, retail show that we do that's really big. All the major companies in the meat industry are involved in that. Uh, you know, they're showing their wares. You got guys from selling New Zealand lamb to you know uh, duck meat and everything in between. So there's quite a bit of stuff that's out there in the, in the meat industry. That's what I was going to ask. Are there any booths or companies that? Are trying to sell some products that you, you wonder what are you even doing here? I mean, well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to sit here and tell you the Impossible Burger. I think it's an absolute. I, I, I don't, you know, it's a vegetable-based product, plant-based product, and you know, meat's a plant-based product too because it eats it eats grass. Right. So it's a plant-based. Right. right. So, but uh, 
the uh, Impossible Burger are people that are selling plant-based product. I just don't understand how it's. I mean, you're you're targeting a market that's only about three percent of the total consumer market, and you're trying to make it fit. And and yeah, there's a there's a there might be a need for it, but you're never going to get everybody to join the mass masses on it. Right. And and the Impossible Burger actually the the meat company has actually never made any money in the last uh, ever since they've been going. The investments they got money from investments, the people investing in the, in the company, but they never actually have turned a profit. So I don't even hear anything about it anymore. No, I mean, you, you said, you know, they're trying to make it fit, but, you know, back whenever I was trying to be healthy and gave that up a while ago, but when I was trying to be healthy, I, I looked at some of these Impossible Burgers, you know, they, they're not good for you. I mean, no. this, the amount of sodium, I mean, that's your sodium for oh, yeah. the whole damn week. I mean, yeah. it is, they're not, they're not great. No. I mean, yes, they have, it's all plant, there's no meat, yada, 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 but all the other things that they add into it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's worse for you than eating meat. Yeah, it's it got really 35 is. ingredients in it, yeah. you know, or more, whatever it is. You know, in our products, the meat is literally, there's two ingredients, meat and meat. Yeah. Uh, that's it, right? Meat <laughs> yeah. and fat is all it is. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it's uh, it's crazy that consumers think that it's one thing, and then their, their, their manufacturers are deciding, okay, we need to get to the 2-3%, right? And it's just not, makes no sense to me. Most consumers, want they want meat. And if they don't want meat, that's fine. There's plenty of other products out there, you know, and, and I have no problem with people eating Impossible Burgers or, you know, Beyond Meat. Now, I have a real issue with uh, lab-generated meat. That's something that's actually going to happen. It's actually happening. Is now. that right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's happening. Uh, there are companies out there that are serving or they're selling jet meat, uh, lab-generated meat, which I think is crazy. I don't, why would you? I wouldn't even trust them. Oh, personally. absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. How do you even begin to generate meat in a lab? It's just the. Uh, it's a good question. I don't know all the science behind it, but there are people out there that are doing. Uh, it. No. No. I mean, it's a meat product. It's, you know. Well, I mean, is it, though? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it comes like, out of the lab, can you call it meat? Right, like, I, I don't right. know. I don't well, know. Soil and green, you know. It's, yeah. it's people, right? So, <laughs> kind of that whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I would have uh, I would have never suspected that we would have been, this would have been something that would have been in the market. I mean, don't get me wrong, the, in the food industry is always looking for new things. And there's only so much you can do with what you have, right? I mean, there's always new, new things that are wanting to be out there. Consumers are running, so try to make something new and try to create an opportunity. And I get it; it's marketing and it's business, you know. But uh, it's not not that not that big for me. I don't think it's that great. So, so obviously, all your meat does not come from the lab. And being as big as you <laughs> none guys of it comes are, from yeah, the lab. yeah, none of our meat yeah, comes yeah, from right, the right. lab. Let's none, clarify none, that. None of the meat comes from the lab. Like you said, two ingredients: meat and meat. That's all we got. <laughs> got to clarify on that one. But where, where does your meat come from? Like, do you guys have local meat being so big? I mean, you got to be from all over the country, right? Oh, yeah. We're, we have 26 manufacturers that we buy from uh, throughout the United States. You know, we buy from Cargill, uh, Greater Omaha, uh, Tyson Foods, JBS. I mean, we buy all from everybody. We buy from our competitors because we don't, we're not a manufacturer or a, a first processor. We're a further processor. So we buy from our competitors, you know. And uh, we have a good product. We think we have a value. The value that people see of what we have. You know? Oh, absolutely. We're, 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 we'll never be the cheapest burger in town. Never. You know, okay. but there, there's something to be said, though, for, right. I mean, if you want quality, you know, I I will pay the extra dollar to have that higher quality. Exactly. Abs- I mean, any day that we can, especially when it comes to in, any kind of food product, right. I want I want the best that I can get for my dollar. I mean, what you got is the best that you can get for your dollar. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the the Chop House brand, and you know, we do retail on, our, on the retail side. We also have our food service side where we do a tri blend burger, it's a, a chuck brisket uh, uh, sirloin blend. You know, we've got stuff that that's what Jack Nolan's buys down in Seward. They're buying our tri blend. We've got quite a few uh, products that are available, quality products, and we, we feel that we have a good quality product to provide a value to our customers. So and, and I love it. And can I, I just do a shameless plug? Absolutely. That's what we're all about. We're Holton Meat, and no one, and I mean no one, beats my meat. <laughs> that's, that's a good motto. That's a good... <laughs> you know, we, uh, we had Holton Burgers at uh, my son's graduation party, high school graduation party, and we literally had three or four people call us after and say, where did you get those burgers? Where do I get them from? 
I, mean, I, I know I've never had that happen before. Nobody ever asked where they got my Oscar Mayer wieners before. You know what I mean? So just, and we just <laughs> threw on here. Be in a sausage. I mean, yeah, let's be honest here, TJ. Yeah. Come on. Um, so, it, you know, it, and all we did, we had it on a charcoal grill. Yep. And people could tell the quality and, and the, yep. uh, of the meat. I mean, that's, that's something to say. Oh, yeah, for sure. We love it. It's a great product. We love uh, word of mouth. That's all. That's all we want, you know. And that's the, that's a lot of what we get. Uh, there are we have customers that have been buying it from us from for forty years or longer. I got a guy out in uh, Washington State. He's been buying our product for the last twenty years, and he will not buy anything else. He actually leveraged leveraged his volume of business to get our product through a different distributor. Exactly. He said, if, if if I can't get their burgers, you're not going to get any of my business. I mean, it's great. It was a, it was a you know awesome. a water park out in Washington State, and he. I, I, we love it. We love guys that do that. We love our customers that are involved in that. You know, we sell the Statue of Liberty in St. Uh, New York. You know, that guy that runs that place, he's been he's been buying burgers from us for a long time. Right? He'll only buy our burgers. He doesn't want anybody else's burger. Yeah. So, I mean, they, you know. they, they are honestly fantastic. I mean, you may not know this, but I do professional barbecue competitions. And so I'm always mixing with different kind of meats. How can I make this better? How can I make that better? Yeah. And I've tried to make the perfect burger yeah. so many different ways. I can't do it. Yeah. Because nothing will compete with your burgers. I'm, I swear to God, nice. your sirloin burgers, they, they will not compete with that. And so I've given up. I've actually, I, I will do anything else. I will right, cook. I will smoke Let's anything stop. else. But uh, keep that. talking. Keep burgers. talking. I want to hear <laughs> there it. Come you on. Go. That's smart. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's great. And, you know, and, and uh, we, we're very lucky uh, with what we've done. You know, and I think it's important that we make sure we stick and, and, and help the community and be involved and, and to, to support those locally. I think it's great. So we'll do everything we can. And uh, we, we, we love Columbia. Uh, we've been involved in a lot of areas around here, and, and, and I just can't say enough, you know, uh, for the support that you guys and the community has given us. You know, and got likewise, a lot I mean, like I said, uh, everybody knows that uh, the, the help that you the product that you donate, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Everybody knows if they ask Greg Holton for something, he's going to come through. Yeah. And, uh, and and I just wish that uh, everybody knew a little bit more about it. And that's kind of what we're doing here. Yeah, that's, our, that's our point, is uh, to get a, a face behind the name, or I guess you can't see him on the radio. Just but, the voice. Uh, right, just the voice. I have a face for radio, right. that's what they say. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, please, please go out and uh, uh, find yourself some Holton meat. It has numerous different names, whether it's the thick and juicy or the Bradshaw burgers or whatever else can they find at the grocery stores? Bradshaw Ranch uh, is available at uh, Schnooks, uh, Deerberg's, the Chop House is available at Schnooks and Deerberg's. Aldi's has got um, our extra value, uh, which is our value line of products. And then we've also got private label that we do for Save A Lot uh, food stores, uh, Kokia Farms. Uh, we do their brand, uh, their private label for them. Uh, we're at all all around the country. If you go down to Florida, uh, you're staying down there on vacation. Go to the Publix. We're in Publix. Uh, we've got 800 stores in Publix. Uh, Food Lions, we're there. Uh, Piggly Wigglies. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think where else. Uh, there's a 30,000 grocery stores around the United States that we're in. So there's a lot of product available. Yeah, toss a stone, you'll find one. Yeah, absolutely. And more, more than more than likely, you don't know it, but you've had your meat in my mouth. Uh, my mouth and your meat. Sorry, my meat and your mouth. That's what it is, right? Cut that. Cut that. Cut that, please. Cut that. That's uh, especially true for Terry. Uh, uh, more uh, reasons than one. Uh, all right. This went downhill quickly. Well, you know, as soon as you started talking about your wiener. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Those Vienna sausages. You know, right, that's right. All right. Just got to mention it, and you can see Terry, he's getting excited. He's a beet red. Yep. Well, he's always beet red. You should see when he works out, he really gets red. Oh, oh I bet. He gets all swole, too, doesn't he? Yeah, I'll tell you what. He he gives me more grief than anybody else because, you know, when we work out, it's a joke. It really is because it's a never-ending battle of us taking pictures, videos of each other, of just doing stupid stuff. No, this is a one-way street. I can't do a set of anything without you on your phone, taping me, ending up with some kind of, I'm not even going to mention what I'm doing to myself or somebody's doing to me, and I'm just trying to 
Not work true. out. Not true. Well, it's because you're such a specimen of manhood, <laughs> so, yeah, Terry. <laughs> he he sneaked like I will obviously do it. He sneaked about it. Let me let me show you this real quick, and I'll post this on my Facebook page after this uh, airs. But it's the video that he took of me. Oh, nice. Okay, working out. Yeah, throwing the ropes. Yeah. This is great radio. As, as you're <laughs> oh, nice. The, <laughs> the shoelaces. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. I'll post that on there, but I'll be sneaky about it. It's I mean, not my TJ, fault. He's right up there with a person. <laughs> he's so damn old, he's got to have it right up next to his face here so he can see the camera. Whatever. <laughs> he's not even trying to think about it. But he, like you said, he's like, man, I just I feel nice and swollen. As soon as the I've they, never they said they the word swollen in my life. <laughs> yesterday. I want this on record. Yesterday, we were working out. He goes, man, I just... I always feel so big and so jacked and so swollen. As soon as I get home, they just I, deflate. I deflate? They just deflate. <laughs> I've never said the word swole. No. I, I, Tell I, me did, I'm wrong. I felt great yesterday. And it's like there's some kind of magic air that when you walk out of the gym, you instantly deflate. And I go back into looking like what, the what original deflates? Captain Tell America. Me what deflates? You name it, whatever we're doing. I am <laughs> Captain America. Except my problem is I am the swole, as you like to say, Captain America, yeah. in the gym, and I walk out, and I'm a little screen, scrawny bing ping with the you're beer Captain gun. America, you're Captain America. Captain America was 5'5", five, five, about 70 years old, oh, and 400 okay, pounds. Okay, Manute Bull. I mean, when you're talking about 5'5", five, five, how tall are you, pal? Well, if you're 5'5", five, five, then I'm 5'4", and 3 quarters. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nice. All right, enough about this. <laughs> oh, I, it's honestly great how we haven't gotten kicked out of the gym yet. It's a miracle. It's... Oh. The stupid stuff that we do, taking these stupid pictures and photoshopping, making videos like that, I mean, it is... Well, and we've gone in before and gone to the deep tissue massage chair, and I'll tell them that we only need one because we're going to, you're going to sit oh, on my lap and on the he, chair, and the girls he, behind the counter just look at us, and that's He fun. likes to make a scene. No, he really does. And it, it, it is. He, that's the honest truth. Whenever we go like, hey, like, can we go to... You know, they have a, a red light therapy where it's supposed to be good for your immune system or something. I don't even know, and I'm not even going to tell you what TJ calls it because there's a, a table that you stand on. No. You, 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 you mean the red light district therapy? No, it is a stand-up tanning bed, but your feet wiggle the whole time. And it, I, I don't know what the purpose of it is, but you, it, 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 Jiggles your muscles and it feels like you yeah. kind of work. It, I don't know. I don't know what for you. I don't know. I don't understand it. But anyway, the first time I ever did it, I said, "Hey," I asked the guy, "What are you supposed to wear?" And he goes, "Well, they lock the door for a reason." So I go in there, I climb in the thing naked, and this thing starts jiggling, and I, there are things moving that should not be moving. So now I call it the weenie wiggler because that's that's the entire. I am fully dressed. I wear a jock strap and a cup because I'm afraid to see things move <laughs> like the first time I ever got on it. But it, it, I don't know. I don't do it that often anymore because I'm embarrassed to see myself. I, I shower with with shorts on because I hate seeing myself naked. So. We need to come up with a burger or a sandwich, the weenie wiggler. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we could go on and on about gym stories. I actually had one today, so I'm, I'm on the treadmill, and there's this gal in front of me, and this guy comes up, and he starts talking to her, talking to her, and then he hops on the treadmill next to her. Yeah. He, he starts walking slow as you can possibly walk. And he starts flirting with her, and I take out my headphones because I want to listen to the whole thing. I want the full experience. I don't go to the gym to work out. I go for the people watching. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. That's obvious. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I went to work, I mean, me and TJ, we go damn near every day a week, and we're there for about an hour. The amount of extra exercise that we do, maybe five minutes. Our Apple Watch says seven-minute workout. Maybe. And we're there I mean, we're burning all about five calories the whole time. It's nice. not great. Right. But this guy, he's flirting with her, and she takes her headphones, kind of tilts them back a little bit. She goes, hey, leave me alone. Just shoves them right back. Really? Did she really? Damn, yeah. It was something else. There used to be this guy there, and he was so, I mean, he had gone something. I don't think I ever saw him actually work out. I mean, he would do stretches on different machines. They were actually used to come out the crackhead? The crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> that was something else. It really was. He would start the treadmill, and 
would stand to the side as it was going, yeah. and the timer's going, and he would start stretching. And then he would get off of it, walk around and talk to the staff, talk to other people working out. Meanwhile, this thing's pumping. You know, he's 15 minutes into a workout that he hasn't done a thing. And then he would start running, and then he would walk, and then he would stand to the side and drink and, yeah. and just He'd be, like, he was so back nervous. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was something else. Oh, it made gosh. me nervous watching him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it honestly scared me because I'm yeah. like, if this dude comes up to me and starts talking to me, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to freak I, out. <laughs> I have not smoked crack since. He made me that nervous. <laughs> That's what got Terry to stop smoking crack right oh there. Oh, my that? gosh. You need a reason. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. There's this other guy. In, last story, I swear. But So, I, me and me and TJ are attached to the hip when it comes to going to the gym. I mean, I, I can't go without him. Others, I freak out. I'm, I'm not. I'm an antisocial person. I don't like people. I don't like going out and by myself. Nothing. I don't like filming strangers, just the one guy I work out with. Yeah, pretty much. So, I'm there by myself, and... I start going to some of the cable workouts and really getting after it. And there's this guy who's about twice your size. He's about 6'10", yeah. just built like an NFL linebacker. Right. He starts getting after me, just making fun of me and making comments here and forth. I'm like, this dude's going to beat my ass. And he starts, oh. And I was wearing a specific T-shirt, and I'm not going to say what it was, um, but I was wondering, he says, you're, you can't live up to that. You're not you're not that guy. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying what T-shirt. So I was wearing a fire department T-shirt. And he was like, you're not that guy. You can't live up to that. You can't do that. Oh, horseshit. And he started like, saying stuff like, oh, I hope the place doesn't catch on fire. He's going to have to save you. That kind of bull. Really? Oh, yeah. That's not cool. Oh, yeah. Not I cool. was like, well, I don't know. I, I didn't do anything to provoke. Like I said, I'm an antisocial person when it comes to public places. Right. Unless I had a couple cocktails, different story. <laughs> and then I'll start dancing, and we'll show that video down the road sometime. But, but I was like, when I'm, do you go to the gym drinking and dancing in the gym? I don't I'm not that talking video. about at the gym. Oh, okay. You know exactly what video I'm talking about because you took the video. I don't remember what you're talking about, but okay. You will. You said it's my whole family. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The homeless lady. I, I may have danced grinded. Or grinded up on a homeless lady. No. Molested a homeless Easy now. Easy now. No. She started it. We were in the middle oh, of the bar. Yeah. She started it. We were in the middle of the bar. We were in the middle of the bar. She started grinding up on me and having a couple white claws on me. I thought I'd do something about it. I would not admit say that out loud, but go ahead. Either way. So, I mean, I, it, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking, I probably a good place to stop. I can't go anywhere after that. Yeah. Oh, man. The statue of limitations probably prevents you from talking to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I have not seen her since then. Oh, she doesn't call or ride or, or pitch a tent in your backyard? No. <laughs> I If she wanted to have her little knapsack and stick, and she was invited over any time. She's yeah. only about 50 years older than me, but I... Yeah. Well, you danced with her. I'm sure she probably thought there was something going on. You'd probably find her on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. We yeah I wonder if there is a homeless Tinder. I guarantee half the people on Tinder What would that be called? Hand jobs for the homeless? Oh, <laughs> Our new marketing point. <laughs> we don't need a sponsor. We're just greater than that. So my my tender store for the week. We didn't do one last weekend. So I I had been talking to this girl and we matched and she seemed pretty cool, pretty normal. And I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, you were asking about tender before the episode started. Right. Nobody normal is on tender. Right. Absolutely nobody. Mm -hmm. Me. Are being, you on? Are you on tender? Am I? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that yeah. the definition stood. Yeah, I'm Nobody on, uh, uh, on Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. So if you see me, go ahead and uh, hit that super like, and uh, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> but so nobody normal is on Tinder. I mean, right. it is the app that sets far beyond. There's no boundaries, and it's it's a terrible app and whatever. But still part of it. So I've been talking to this girl like you actually see normal. Been talking for about two weeks. I'm big on FaceTime. I don't like calling. I don't like texting. One FaceTime, end of the day, that's all I need. You right. know? And so I'm going to work one day, and uh, she goes, hey, I've been meaning to tell you something. I said, all right, what's that? 
keep in mind, I've already met her family. I have met everybody. I mean, we... It's pretty much like we've been dating for years. Like, I knew everybody in the family, all of everything. Right. She goes, I mean, tell you something. It's like, what's that? She goes, well, my divorce isn't final. <laughs> I said, excuse me? She goes, well, I, I actually just served him the papers today. I'm like, we've been talking for two weeks, and you just served him the papers today? I said, this would have been a nice need-to-know conversation a while back. Like, hey... I'm in the process of it, or I'm going to do it. I, I'll be honest with you, and she was telling about her ex, and this dude sounds like a badass. Me being five foot nothing, ginger, I'm like, I'm going to get my ass kicked by this guy. He was retired veteran, yeah. special forces, now works for the FBI. Oh, Ooh. boy. Sounds like this, a good start to this relationship. This, this yeah. is how I die, right here. This, he's oh, yeah. going to find out, he's going to look me up, and this is how I die. You, you know she's mysterious deaths. You know she's totally throwing you out there as I'm dating a fireman, and I and he's handy with an axe. Right? So, <laughs> that's, that's what she's telling her ex-husband, soon to be ex-husband. Yeah. <laughs> you have, yeah. You have a lot to live up to there. I, I'll be honest with you, I I was so scared shitless that I I ran after that. That's, you haven't talked to her since. I have not talked to her since. Absolutely Can't say that I blame her. No, absolutely not. I've done a lot of stupid things, but talking to a married woman to a special forces FBI agent ain't one of them. Yeah. Greg, do you have any odd Uber stories, uh, you know, in your days? Uh, you know about uh, Uber, Uber stories. Um, uh, no, not so much Ubers, but I got a taxi story. Yeah. I was uh, in Chicago, um, downtown Chicago. And uh, two stories on the same day, actually. One cab driver we got, I got in the cab with, we were going to... We were actually going to the Bears football game. The guy got in the I got in the cab. There's like three of us. And the guy, every time we'd get we get in the car, he accelerate. He had to stop at a stoplight. And he kept falling asleep behind the wheel. Oh yeah, this is Chicago. And we had I literally had to like I was sitting in the front seat next to him. I had to like wake him up. I had to grab him and like shake him. Go hey, what you know? Wake up. And he's like oh oh yeah no problem. So I had that where you know the guy's falling asleep in the cab driving me. Wow. And then I had another one. <laughs> that same that same day that after the football game, we get in the cab, and the guy doesn't speak very much English, but he he's he wanted he said are you guys where are you guys from? Uh, I said well we're from St. Louis and he goes oh I thought you guys were from like Montana. And I said no no we're not from Montana and he says okay well, where are you going? He said well we're going to our hotel such and such. And this guy it it was like it was like literally he was driving down downtown Chicago on the surface streets, one lane roads one ways at like 90 miles an hour. It was the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Really? He was, I've never I've never had any taxi driver drive that fast. I mean, it was, he was flooring it the entire way. I mean, I was scared to death. I thought we were going to die. I really did. It was uh, wow. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. And I, I've driven a lot of places. I've driven in L.A., driven in Chicago, New York. Man, there's, uh, some of those people, man, are pretty crazy. You know, have you ever seen L.A. Story? Movie with uh, Steve, Martin. Steve Martin, where he's driving on the interstate and people are you know waving guns at each other and shooting right. at each other and the whole deal. I mean, I could totally it's see like that happening. Cardinal game downtown. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. People are nuts, man. No doubt about it. You see, just oh. some crazy stuff. I went uh, had an Uber driver one time and uh, I climbed in and he said, "What kind of music do you listen to?" And I said, "Well, hard rock." You know, whatever, whatever, it's fine with me. And uh, he said, "Kiss," and I said, "Well, let's play the music and drive a few miles first, buddy, and then we'll see where it goes." I thought that was a little forward. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he wants to know how you. He wants to get a 5.0 in your uh, in your rating scale. <laughs> oh, so. <my. laughs> here we go. No, uh, went to Nashville for a baseball tournament two years ago, three years ago. And uh, one of the moms went downtown Nashville and uh, was Broadway. partying with some yep. girls, uh, some of her family members, or her soon-to-be family members. And one of the dads, uh, she called us and said, hey, come down and, and kind of rescue me. You know, her, her future in-laws were going to go do something else, and she wanted to hang out a little bit. So this friend of mine and I went down there, and uh, we took the Uber uh, from our hotel downtown. And... Uh, I had never been in an Uber before, and I, I said, hey, what's the craziest thing that ever happened? He said, well, 
I'm legally not supposed to talk about this, but we'll go ahead. And uh, the guy had real long white hair, late 60s. Um, he was a, a bass player from Nashville, but he would come up to Pops and play, so we kind of talked about that, which was kind of interesting. Right. But he said, one time I picked up a, a, a fair in kind of the bad part of Nashville, and uh, he wanted me to take him to a worse part of Nashville. And uh, we're driving a little bit, and he uh, stuck a knife to my throat and said, you know, this is where we're going. And I told the young man, uh, um, this isn't the way to do it. Uh, you know, stop right now, and I'll let you go, and I'll never tell anybody, but this isn't, this isn't a good choice for you. You know, you're 17 years old or whatever. You know, you, you have your whole future ahead of you. And the kid just wouldn't let up and wouldn't let up. And a buddy of mine and I uh, were sitting in the back seat, and our eyes are open. And, I mean, we're like, holy cow. And uh, he said, I reached down between my legs, and I grabbed my gun, and I stuck it to his chin. And I told him, you know, this is your last chance. And he said, I pulled the trigger. I pulled over, and I called the cops. And I said, uh, I killed somebody. I shot somebody in the head. And uh, cops wow. came, and they watched his video and said, you gave him every opportunity you could. He goes, yeah, well, I had to get rid of the car. The back window was blown out. There was brain matter <laughs> oh, all over. Oh, I mean, this God. is what he's telling us. And, Good Lord. And, uh, my buddy and I were like, oh, my God, you know, what the heck? Because, I mean, I was not expecting that. So we went down and hung out in uh, uh, Nashville a little bit, and then we'd get an Uber on the way back. And I said, hey, what's the craziest story you ever had? And the guy said, oh, one time I had a guy poop in my back seat. <laughs> and, and that's kind of what I was expecting from the first story, you know? I was not expecting. I mean, that is crazy. Yeah. I couldn't imagine having wow. something like that happen oh to you. God. That's crazy. I, I would not have expected that. No, ever no. At all. Not, not for at a 20-minute ride. We were enthralled yeah. with every minute of the story. Oh, it was I amazing. Bet. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, you put my stories to shame. Jesus, well, I mean, that's pretty bad. That's that's unbelievable. TJ, only you can find him. I say, if anybody can find a wild story that nobody else will ever encounter, it is you. All you have to do is ask questions. That's it. I, I'm scared to ask questions. I'm scared. I've known you for how long now, and I'm scared to ask you any kind of question because I know it's going to lead to some wild story that I wish I had never heard in my life. Have you? Have you guys? Uh, uh, have you spent a lot of time in Nashville at all? Just honestly, that that one night is the only time. Yeah, I've only okay. been one time. I am begging Dana to go down there with me. She will love every second of it. Oh yeah. So so we went down in June with a friend of ours for their for his birthday, and uh, we went to Kid Rock's place. Yeah. Okay. And now Kid Rock's has got five floors, and each floor has got a band on right. it. And as you go higher on each floor, it gets louder and louder and louder and more. I mean, just out of control. We went to the very top floor, the fifth floor, and there's a outdoor walkway around the outside there's a patio area umbrellas and this and that and it's jam-packed on the inside and i am not kidding you we were standing in the middle of the floor of this building and the whole floor was moving up and down really oh yeah it was crazy and i thought we're gonna die i really did i honestly thought we were gonna die did you think here comes colin's date right (laughs) (laughs) she's not that big (laughs) I could even say something. I don't know if I should say it or not. Oh, go for it. No, There's probably, no limit to roll her in the flower to find the wet spot. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but, yeah, it's incredible. I was I couldn't believe it. It was absolutely insane how crazy it was. There were so many people, and it was just the floor was bouncing up and down. Everybody was having a good time, and I thought, oh my god, this how's this place? This structure is not even going to survive. And then they do it every day. You go down there like a one on a Monday. It's like it's like like Las Vegas. You walk in and there's just people everywhere, you yeah. know, all over main, all over Broadway, it is, and it is it's it's a giant frat house because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. We we used to have a party house back when I went to college. I mean, if you were in the basement, you could visibly see the floor bouncing up and down, and that's exactly <laughs> what it may think of it. Right. I mean, it it is insane. Yeah. It is its own. I mean, Nashville is its own animal. Yeah. It really is. It and truly is. It's, it's every walk of life. And there's no... That's what's nice about it. I mean, like, downtown St. Louis is a little different. It, uh, Nashville, there's every color, religion, everything. And everybody is listening to the same stuff, walking the same route. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love it. So everybody's really having a good time. Yeah. 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 It really is. I was there for the I same reason. Yeah. yeah. We walked through. There was a guy There was a guy in a little trailer. I mean, a trailer. It was the size of a... It literally was the size of a couch, maybe even less than a couch size, right? And it was a trailer, and it had all these neon signs all over it, and he was selling weed. Really? Out of a trailer. A little bitty trailer, but the size of 
your couch you're sitting on right now. So apparently it's very legal. legal. It is, yeah, it is legal. Right. But I couldn't believe it. Right on the sidewalk. He pulled in and pulled into the spot next to the building. I guess he had a permit to do it, and he was selling weed right there. So I mean, did it was did he on say weed? Yeah. Where do you have that made? That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever it was, he's got it working, man, because he had lights all going, and it was... He had everybody going there. It was insane. I've never seen anything like it. That's you awesome. know, most of the time, you like at least what we see in you know here in dispensaries, you have to go to a certain place, or it's only a building, and you can only go to a certain spot. This was a literally a mobile trailer that he had on a on the side of the road, the side uh-huh. of the sidewalk. Yeah. Because a food truck That's is uh, one step further than a food truck. <laughs> exactly right. You'd be smart if you had uh, a Taco Bell food truck parked right next to him. <laughs> Twinkies oh, or Twinkies, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or absolutely anything, yeah, right. Get some Hardy's tacos. I mean, you're making some money, right? Oh now. yeah. <laughs> so, TJ had told me about this, and got some exciting things coming up here, as far as burger tasting going around town. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, this was your idea. Okay. Yeah. We might try the the burger taste test or the. Uh, Whatever burger review around town. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we don't have to limit to around town. Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go around let's, where let's travel around a little bit. Um, but coming soon, we're gonna have the Holton Burger Holton Review. Nice. Burger review. Nice. Yeah. And remember, no one beats my meat. Right. No one beats his meat. No one beats Greg's meat. That's right. Except for me. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. And cut at. 101, 59, there it is, right there. <clears throat> yeah, that so sounds me. great. I love it. That's such yeah, a fantastic idea. It. And that's going to be a uh, actual video, you know. It's not me, just a podcast. We'll have a video of me and TJ, and hopefully we'll have you uh, have you on there as well. Testing Absolutely. some different versions of town. Now that we yeah. know that you uh, your interests were uh, radio broadcasting. Oh, yeah. Hey, Absolutely. We'll come in uh, when we interview some of your friends. Come in and join us. That's right. Hot, hotter than American up. cheese, baby. <laughs> I think we have a new uh, intro coming up here with Mr. Broadcast. Yeah, here. I know. Oh, boy, I know. Absolutely. That's been a fun one. Huh. Well, Greg, can't thank you enough for coming. Uh, again, oh, thank you uh, very much. Can't thank you enough for the uh, the amount of support you have for this community. Um, Always. Uh, every coach, every administrator, everybody knows it that they can count on you, and uh, the Holden Burgers, and uh, and even you yourself, the work that you put in. Yep. And uh, I mean, you do sports that your kids aren't even in. Thanks. And well, uh, can't thank you enough. You're you're uh, you're one of the good guys in town. And uh, well, I think it's a great community, and I think it's worth supporting. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a born and bred Columbian. Uh, I'm a transplant, but still, I've been here long enough. I feel like I've been in, accepted into the community. A lot of people like uh, what we do and, and 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 the relationships that we've developed and. Uh, I just can't say enough. You know, we've made lasting. My kids have made lasting friends, relationships with their people, the friends that they had in college, high school and middle school, and you know, they still hang out with each other and they talk to each other all the time. They play hockey together. You know, my girls are still involved with friends around here, and, and they do all that stuff. And it's just, I think it's a great community. And I really have enjoyed being a part of the Columbia community. It's yeah. been great. I mean, this is this has been an absolutely fantastic podcast, and I, I really like to use that. I appreciate you coming on, and something that we haven't talked about yet, but, I mean, you are so damn humble, like, I, I've, I've known you for a couple of years now, I've known of you, yeah. you know, I coach your daughter in volleyball, um, and you hear this name, is that like, why she doesn't play volleyball anymore? That's why she's on the freshman team, she's a senior. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you hear the spots, like, spots are by holding meats, and you, you see it around town, I mean, we've bought your burgers for years now, Right. and now, I mean, put a face to the name I mean it, it's something special you know yeah. because if you're not out there like hey I'm Greg Colton That's I do thing. this this you, and this you, you, you are not, so damn humble yeah. that you you're not out there like hey I do this 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 because you could I mean you are an, you're an international honestly you're an international meat company I mean you have you should a put terrific that on, your, on your business card international superstar best friends with Terry Batchel and I should have right. nobody, nobody beats my meat right so, and you wrote a song for uh, the American Idol winner, <laughs> Phillips, apparently. Right. And Home. you're from Scotland. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Aberdeen, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, I I really appreciate you coming on and you having a conversation with us, and it's been a good time. Well, good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, you know, I think you guys are great. I think it's a great opportunity, and 
and uh, anything, anything you can support the community and, and to be involved in and you know I can't say enough about all the organizations that you have in this town that uh, in Columbia that we can do Blue Jays and cl quarterback club and you know all the you know the firemen's you guys all the stuff that you do for for people in the community you know I just can't say enough uh, it's fantastic you guys are volunteers and it's it's unique because you really commit you commit yourself to helping those around you more so than anybody else I mean you're you're there when they need it the most right and, and likewise, that's likewise. Yeah. I mean well, that's yeah. I mean it's a different it's a different job but I mean the same thing I mean yeah. every you know everybody knows they call on you you're there so I, I, they don't have to call 911 to get me though no <laughs> I mean, your, your phone number's a little longer but that's alright it's the same right. thing right exactly well thanks I appreciate it thanks for having me on and I, I'm glad you know anytime you need me to do anything I'll help out whatever I'm, I'm glad to participate in the you know burger burger uh, reviews right yeah. it, we do. To, this first one you gotta be a part of it okay yeah, absolutely sure. absolutely I'll be on it and for if sure. you know anybody that uh, you would like us to interview and uh Support your local community. Let us know. Uh, we have a Facebook page. I think you made a, a yep, Twitter we got, page. We got a Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Gmail. Uh, Facebook is from the nest. Uh, Gmail is f dot the nest uh, at gmail .com. and Twitter is uh, from underscore the nest. Send send us those uh, those DMs, those personal messages, those emails, and we'll be happy to. Uh, Get your the questions DMs. of the week. Yeah. Keep them clean. Connor right, doesn't right. want the dirty DMs. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Look me absolutely. up on, on Tinder. On Tinder too. <laughs> if you if you want to find me on Tinder and send me a question for Terry, we're all about it. Yeah. Absolutely. All righty, everybody. We'll see you next time on Thank the you. nest. Thanks very Thanks, much. Greg. Appreciate it, guys. I look real good today. 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 Jumping up the mother.